Let's go get some results. Hello, this is the Journey Till Podcast, and I'm your host, Sean Zanotti. I believe life is about the journey, not the destination. To find the journey in every step of the road, the highs and lows, the ups and downs, the twists and turns, it's in that. It's in those moments that makes life so beautiful. Our guest today has a journey of her own. Shelly Murdoch is the owner of Fit to Flaunt, attracting women across the globe to pole dancing fitness. She has a huge following across all social media platforms with this unique way of fitness. Welcome, Shelly, to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Sean. I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited to have you here. Um, I want to first start off by talking about what you do. And, you know, um, this is a very unique way, I should say, to exercise. Can you talk a bit about your platform and what Fit to Flaunt is actually about? Definitely. So Fit to Flaunt, uh, like you mentioned, uh, we have a mobile app and a fitness dance poll. So women can literally go on our website, download our app, order their poll and start working out right from the comfort of their own home. It's literally that easy. You don't need any prior experience. The app guides you step by step from first timer to expert. So I did my research before I talked to you, and I read that you started off your career as an exotic dancer yourself while you were in college. And then that ventured into you realizing that this was a passion of yours. And can you kind of take us into that journey? And were you was there some fear at all involved with saying, let me make this into a business and kind of remove some of the stigma that sometimes comes along with the fact of exotic dancing or pole dancing, if you will. Yes, definitely. So I actually, um, I got out of the military and I'm like, I want to focus on school. You know, I don't really want to work. And I remember my younger sister, she's like, you don't want to work. Well, you better be a stripper. And I was like, actually, <laughs> so I started dancing. Uh, I paid my way through school and I just fell in love with pole dancing, how it made me feel, how strong I was getting, how confident I was getting. And when I graduated, I was actually in the middle of my internship when I decided that, you know what, I really, really like this. I'm, I think I wanna take uh, this pole dancing thing more serious and help other women because it's helped me so much. So I got certified and I was so young. I was only 24 years old at the time, got my fitness certifications. I used all my savings mm -hmm. to open my first pole studio. And yes, I was scared. I'm like, what if this doesn't work? You know, and my mom was like, wait, you went to college, you graduated, you're doing your internship, you wanna give all that up to pole dance? And I'm like, yep, that's that's <laughs> that's exactly right. So now I've, I have three locations in South Florida. Uh, I've been open uh, for a little over 11 years. And now I just launched this brand new startup, Fit to Flaunt, last year. And already my app has over 30,000 downloads. Tell us, are there some tricks to pole dancing? I mean, so I work out in the morning and for me, I have to have my mind right. So that that is a whole meditation process. And then when I go to the workout side, I'm with music and everything else. I have a process. What's the process like if I were to engage in this type of activity? Is there something that you have to do mentally to prepare for this? Well, usually people have to pre prepare mentally to work out because you don't really enjoy it, right? You're right. like, man, I don't really want to go, but I got to do this. 
oh, let me meditate, let me change my energy. But the beauty of pole dancing is that it's something you actually want to do because you see the results. Each time you get on the pole, you're like, wait a minute, I wasn't able to do that last time. Am I really getting stronger in just one session? And not only that, you're challenging your body, you're getting stronger, you're getting more flexible. Again, you're getting more confident. And each time you go to a new level on the app, you're like, wait a minute, I'm really progressing. I'm really learning. I'm really learning how to pole dance. So you definitely, um, you know, I think it's two totally different things. This is something that women actually want to do versus feeling forced to do it. So do you have to kind of think um that you're think centrally or do you have to put do something to to prepare or what do you what do you do well, with fit to flaunt which is why we've had so much success we take all of the guesswork out for you literally you put your poll up and you download the app and i have an introduction section that explains everything to you you do the warm-up with me and you literally start at 1.1 and the app breaks everything down so you learn three beginner friendly skills and then at the end of that section you put those skills into a routine so even on your first workout session you're actually going to be doing a poll routine and that helps to build confidence in your Yourself. Like, again, wow, I can really do this. I'm, I'm learning. It's only been one day, a one hour session. And look what I've learned, even though I've never touched the pole before. So you have a whole network of women, over 50,000 women across the world that are behind you in this whole movement, supporting you every step of the way. Has COVID played a part in this? What has the quarantine done for the business? Has it helped because people are at home or has it hindered the business? Uh, it actually helped uh, tremendously, I believe. The business launched March uh, last year, which is right when lock the lockdown was happening. All three of my studios were closed. And no, that wasn't uh, planned. That was just, that was already the date that I planned to launch. Uh, the startup. And yeah, I sold out of polls in like two weeks and like thousands of people were downloading the app. And I think, um, you know, again, people trust me because like you said, I do have people following me on social media. They know me as a person. I think they know that I'm passionate about what I'm doing and that my intentions are genuine. So I don't really want to attribute all of the success of Fit to Flaunt to just COVID because that would be, you know, that wouldn't necessarily be true. Yeah. A lot of women, again, that I'm, that I'm helping have never pole danced before. The women who have pole danced and no longer had access to a studio, yes, they were able to get the polls and download the app. Yeah. But what about the thousands of women who just are like, oh, I'm ready to try this, Shelly. I've been following you. I want to learn. I want to build my confidence. So, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, especially with doing this show and talking to people about their journeys. I'm noticing it's it's been consistent of people talking about the shift of what they've had to do during COVID and how they've had to adjust and fitness and the way you do fitness is one of those things. So it's amazing that you have a platform that allows people the space to be themselves and to be empowered. For sure. And I know that that's part of your platform is the empowerment component of this. Can you touch on what you do to keep women empowered? Because um, from my understanding, you've really developed a community within a community within this business that's 50,000 plus strong. Oh my gosh. And it's, it's just amazing. Um, 
Well, we have, I started, I founded the Fits of Flaunt Foundation. So with that foundation, I actually donate uh, proceeds from my for-profit uh, company, Fits of Flaunt. And we've done things to help entrepreneurs. We've given $1,000 grants. But uh, you're on this call because I wanted to let you know that uh, your story did touch us and you are one of the grant recipients. <laughs> to help them with their businesses. We had uh, in January, February, and March, we chose uh, three women who were battling breast cancer and we gave them $1,000 a month each. No, two women, I'm sorry. We gave them $1,000 a month each to help them uh, just with bills so they can focus on healing. Uh, for Valentine's Day, we gave away uh, uh, seven, I believe, or six $700 grants to moms and this was just for them to go out and do something that they want to do take yourself to dinner go on a vacation go you know anywhere just do something do your hair do your nails anything so i did a lot of shopping and i want to show you everything that i got victoria's secret got myself ross that's where i get my athletic clothing for your mental health you know because it's it's hard especially with covid we understand how different everyone's lives are so with the foundation we're able to just help out in any way we can even with texas we gave flaunters money for groceries if they dm'd us that they needed help we had 250 dollars grants that we were giving away to our flaunters in texas uh, i do free business classes on zoom for my followers you know because having access to education and resources is not always at our fingertips so any way that i can help you know, I just want the best for the flaunters. <laughs> That's awesome. What advice would you give to someone who may be watching or listening, uh, maybe in, encourage her to, to do this or to try, but they have never done pole dancing before, but would love to, you know, execute this. What would you suggest for them to do? Um, is, is it impossible? No, not at all. I would say uh, like anything in life, the first thing you have to work on is eradicating those self-limiting beliefs and truly understanding and believing that you literally can do anything you put your mind to. Like there is nothing in this world that is out of reach for you. So if learning to pole dance is something you wanna do, take the first step and just go for it. There's literally nothing stopping you. You mentioned a little while ago about the grants and the things that you've been doing in the community and your foundation. Um, for you giving back, how crucial was that or is that in your business plan? Uh, ex extremely. I just believe that uh, just especially within our community, women and opening businesses, you know, when you look at the statistics of fundings that we receive for our businesses versus male counterparts, just everything. We have so many odds uh, stacked against us. And I just want when people see me that they see the possibilities uh, that are available to them, you know, like that we are really limitless. So anything that I can do to help them see that and help them reach their goals, I'm here for it. So it's, it's a huge part of my business. What advice would you give someone who is interested in starting a business and maybe fearful, especially a business like yours that um, I feel like you have to grow into it to remove there's some people that just have a stigma about the name pole dancing and um did did knowing that was there fear attached to that with with you when you decided to launch this business 
Oh, of course. When I started uh, pole dancing 11 years ago, the pole dancing studios, it wasn't as mainstream as it is now. Now, when you say it, everyone knows someone who has taken a pole dancing class. When I first opened, it wasn't like that. My mom didn't step foot into my studios for like the first three years of my business because she was so upset that I was teaching women uh, pole dancing. But I knew where my intentions were then and now. So I honestly really didn't care what anyone thought. I knew I was helping women. Uh, I had one client uh, after class, she pulled me to the side. And I remember she uh, was in remission from battling breast cancer. And she said, you know, Shelly, because of these classes, I'm starting to go out again. I'm starting to feel beautiful again. I'm starting to want to dress up again. And that was the moment where I'm like, no, I'm on the right path. And this is what I'm meant, I'm meant for this, you know? So yeah, I really didn't care what stigma was attached to it. I love that. Can you share some more stories like that? Do you have a story that you can share with the audience of something that may have happened or someone that may have talked about how you've changed their life? Really just by taking part in your classes. Well, I mean, I have so many from throughout the years you can imagine i just got a dm uh, not too long ago from one of my students from my physical locations exotic workouts and i didn't even know she was a cancer survivor and uh, she dm'd me and she said uh, shelly you know i just really want you to know what these classes have done for me she's like you know after being diagnosed with cancer and going through treatment she said you know her life was basically upside down she was almost into depression and now she goes to the studios and she has a group of women who she's just met who are always rooting for her and cheering her on. And she's like, this community is amazing. And she just looks forward to going to the studio. And she's like, it's crazy because it's literally pole dancing. And I had to tell her, you know, no, it's a lot more than just pole dancing. You know, it's everything that it represents that goes along with it, the community, the support, the love, and, and that's what you're benefiting from. So it's way deeper than just pole dancing. How do you stay grounded yourself? How do you stay grounded um, and stay so positive? I meditate a lot. <laughs> I'm a very happy person. You're probably like, wow, she's smiling the whole interview. But no, I think it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Seven. Yeah, uh, I meditate a lot. And Sean, I really, I just live in love. I know it sounds like crazy you hear. No, it doesn't. I live in the same space. So okay. that, that's, that's why we're on this, this, that's why we're doing this together, this interview together, because it's like-minded. Do know yes, that. Yes, yes. I, I just live in love. Yeah. Everything I do, uh, people I meet, it can be a stranger. And I'm like, I love you, you know, anything you need, let me know. And I, I genuinely mean it. I just want the best for, for everyone. And when you live in love, even when bad things happen, like, you know, in 2019, I lost my dad and my sister to cancer. So in the same year, that was like rough, you know? And then a few months later, I had to launch this startup and it was a lot, but even with the bad, when you live in love, it's like, you can still see the light through the darkness, if that makes sense, you know? So that's how- It makes it a lot of sense. Um, <laughs> I also, I lost my dad at the start of COVID and I lost my mom, uh, I guess, eight years before this and from cancer. So trust me, I know what it's like not having parents. Yeah. Um, or experiencing grief and death and having to keep moving and 
until someone goes through it, they don't really know um, mm -hmm. what it's like when you have to walk around and keep moving, but it's still a void there. Yes. And um, I've learned that life does go on. I'm super spiritual. And so I, I dive into a lot spiritually to stay in tune. What about for you? How have you um, push through or dealt with grief. If you don't mind talking about that, I would love to share, talk about that. Yes, definitely. Uh, meditation uh, really helped me a lot to just stay uh, centered and grounded and just uh, trying to understand that, you know, th these are just part of the universal laws. I'm, I read a book called The Kibalion and it really changed my life. I'm very spiritual as well and helped me to see the world and my life uh, differently. And you know, there's the law of rhythm and it states that life is like a pendulum swing. So however far to the left it goes is how far to the right it goes. So I know, and I hold on to that, that, okay, I'm going through a rough patch right now, but I know sooner or later that pendulum is going to start going to the other side. So that that's what really helped me to get through it, knowing that I'm not going to feel like this forever. Mm, I love that. Yeah, because it's it's in those moments. It really is those moments to me that you learn yes. those dark moments. Is that oh, yeah. that's when you learn the most? I agree completely. Um, I want to end with this segment that I'm calling "Tell and Tell," which is a play on the word "show and tell." Can you tell us something about you that you have not shared with the world? A secret, if you will, that you can share with our audience. I don't really have a secret because I pretty much uh, share everything, but I can share a few cool things. Um, I would love that. And well, let me give you, it could be like, maybe it's your morning routine, or if you have some sort of special vision board or meditation oh, okay. process you want to talk about, or maybe something that you do in the evening to wind down or something you may do on the weekends. I just, I want to be able to go into your world a bit. If you could tell us something in your world, a bit personal, but something yes. that really may be able to help someone else out there and maybe they can do the same thing for themselves. Okay, I'm definitely, I'm really big on vision boards. I'm glad you mentioned that. So every year I do a vision board party and uh, I did one virtually actually with my followers where we, a bunch of strangers, we got together, we had our wine and we did our vision boards together. It was amazing. And uh, yeah, I look at my vision board every morning when I wake up and every year I accomplish almost every single thing on that vision board. And if I don't, it goes on to, into next year until uh, I do accomplish it. So definitely vision boards is a big thing for me. I also travel, I'm a world traveler. Even with COVID in January, I was in uh, Kenya and Tanzania on vacation, uh, you know, and that's one way that just helps me to de-stress and to just appreciate the little things in life. Absolutely. Appreciate the little things in life. That's wonderful that you, uh, that you still were able to travel. Were you nervous traveling? I just must ask with COVID or no? I uh, know. Okay. Again, I'm very spiritual. I'm like, what will be, will be. I mm -hmm. took my COVID test and I'm like, yes. I'm out of here. <laughs> okay. So I'm also a big believer of vision boards. I have vision boards in my home all around me, actually in my, the back of like, my bedroom, my hallway. I mean, I have them working for me. Do you, um, you mentioned that whatever is not, does not come true or into fruition from your vision board, you carry it over to the next one. Is there mm -hmm. a process that you do with that? Is it at the same time every year? If you don't see it as the new, new, year that you do that yes, or correct yeah every new year i make a new vision board every new year every new year and for the most part everything you put on yes. your board comes into yeah 
isn't that unreal how you really, you manifest everything. You see it before it happens. And if you see it and you consistently see it, it occurs, it happens. (laughs) When they say you create your own life, you create your own life, but you have to see it. You have to see it first. And that's, and that's what's tricky for people is to see things before it actually quote unquote occurs. I've learned that what's happening right now is really, that's not really the present. It's already, you already manifested that. Yes. Yes. So you have to literally always be on the next, yeah, to be in the manifestation. Correct. 100%. I agree with you. Okay. Before you leave us, can you give us any, any tips with manifestation manifestation and what you may do that someone can practice at home? Oh, yes. 100%. I would say to release all attachments. So for example, if you say I am going to, you know, I want to buy a rental property within the next, uh, two years, right? Because that was something that was on my vision, one of my vision boards. I didn't know how it was going to happen. I didn't know, you know, I just knew that I wanted to do it. And I had to release all attachments to any outcomes, any, however I thought I was going to do it. I had to let go of that and literally just let the universe guide me. And that's a problem that's very hard for a lot of people because they need to be in control. And for me, I've made business decisions off of signs from the universe. And I, I do too. I do that now. <laughs> you know, I, I, same way. If I don't feel it, I'm not doing it. I am a hundred percent spiritually led. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. So you understand what yes. I mean. If you don't understand, they might think, oh, you yeah. guys, you guys are crazy. You're being yeah. negligent, irresponsible, but yeah. it has like, no, because it, it doesn't steer you wrong. Not one time. No. My, no. my circle, my friend circle, those who I really trust, it's spiritually aligned. I know you feel, you know, same, yes. same way with business decisions. I, you just know. And yes. so I agree with you. It's uh, but once you get, it, it takes a moment to get to that space. How long have you been practicing or, or going or diving into this level of spirituality for you? you know what? It's crazy because from a little child, it was just inherent. It wasn't mm-hmm. really something that I had to like work on. I just always had the knowing and the feeling from from a child. I don't know where it came from. I feel like maybe, you know, obviously I had a few rounds on this earth because I believe in reincarnation. I don't think it's like my first time around. So I think maybe my spirit is just more evolved to be honest, but yeah, yeah, it's just very natural for me. There's things that happen. I just have a knowing. I don't Me too. Yeah. Yeah. You just know. (laughs) Yes. Well, I just knew that I needed to have you on the show and, and here you are. So thank you for being here. I really appreciate this conversation. I appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Oh, but before you go, if someone wants to tune in to your journey, where can they find you? Uh, on Instagram at uh, Fit by Shelly. So F-I-T-B-Y-S-H-E-L-L-Y. And you can definitely find me there. <laughs> well, that wraps up our, this episode of The Journey Told. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to leave our audience with something that my father would often say to me, and that's to be the best version of you that you can be. Until next time, folks, let that sizzle in your spirit.